0: Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, extremely (laughs) hardworking... Disney attraction Halloween overlay (laughs) fan, Michelle.
1: (laughs) Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody.
0: So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode actually on Friday, October 21st, 2022, with it getting set to drop on October 23rd, 2022. Why are we recording on Friday? Well, that's because... I don't. I have to work all weekend, <laughs> so Friday is the day that I actually have off. So we thought we'd knock it out a little bit early this week.
1: Yeah, and I guess um, if any news, really important news stories come up, we can always add them in. Re-record. We don't edit anything. Eh? We just put it all out there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> we edit a little. We edit a little. We try and leave you most of what we actually say. Um, when we record these things, you'll notice that when I bumble over a word, happens quite often, um, <laughs> that I like to leave it in because, you know, look, it's it's just kind of us having a conversation and things happen. Right. But occasionally we do make some changes, do some edits, um, but we'd like to try and make it as as
1: we possibly can. Right. So. Plus it makes it easier for you if you don't edit a lot That's of true. stuff out. Right? I'll, I'll,
0: yes. It does take a little less time when I don't have to do a <laughs> lot of editing for sure. Um, but anyway, I digress already. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And
1: while you're there, we'd love for you to sign up for our newsletter.
0: Please sign up for the newsletter. Just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures Podcast world.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, I've been, in order to avoid that uh, mishap of not having the correct link, I now send myself a sample of the newsletter ahead of time. And so if you signed up for the newsletter and you're not getting it, it may be going into your spam or junk folder. So if you feel like you've signed up and you're not getting it, um, you can check there. Otherwise you can just send us, shoot us a little email and we can try to find out if it's something that we've put in the your wrong email address or something like that. Now, or maybe you consider our newsletter to be spam or junk, <laughs> which <true>. is fine. We'll <laughs> yeah, accept that. Often it could be. Um,
0: but yeah, I, often it comes actually even into our own email addresses in that file when we need to hunt them down or right. like there's a promotions file or something like that. Um, so we do need to do a little searching for it. So yeah, uh, good to know and a good point. Thank you, Michelle. Michelle always has the best <laughs> points. You're sweet. Uh, another great way to be involved with us is on social media we're on twitter at hyperion podcast facebook instagram and pinterest at hyperion adventures podcast if you are on facebook come on over and join us for some
1: good positive disney energy fun on our hyperion adventurers facebook group that's right it's a great group i always say that every week because it really is um and we love uh, more interaction and we want to celebrate your your fun and your adventures with yes do. and just in a good positive way and it could be disney of course
0: obviously we love our disney we love our our disney fun but it could be anything that's going on in your life that is worthy of celebration it could be little it could be giant whatever Uh, we just want to celebrate you and your accomplishments and whatever you have going on there in the facebook group and in any of these social media or email or whatever we just appreciate you very much Exactly. Exactly. So Uh, we do also have a YouTube channel. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever you have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please
1: hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. So thanks to those of you who have been sending us some emails time to time. We love it. Um, If there's ever any question about episodes or if we've gotten something if you think we've gotten something wrong, and you wanna share that with us, we'd love to hear from you.
0: We never get things
1: wrong. <laughs> <laughs> only every single week hmm. but
0: we appreciate anybody who helps us out when we do happen to get something wrong we mm, want to be exactly. as accurate as possible and we will of course give you credit if you send something to us so that's right uh, thanks and again we want to interact with you in any way possible even if you just want to say hi tell us you enjoy the show or tell us you have you know something that we like us to change about the show we appreciate that as well so right. or but, if there's a topic you
1: want us to cover. absolutely
0: yeah we're always looking for new topics if there's we want to know what you want to hear for sure so if there's Something that you have interest in, let us know and uh, we will we'll listen to you and there's a good chance it might end up being one of our topics in the near future. That's so, right. Now, if you want to help support this show and get a little swag out of it well there's a couple of great ways to do this the easiest way maybe just to go to our Spreadshirt shop uh, if you want to go there just go to spreadshirt.com do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast and you can find our page there or you can go to any of our social media profile accounts we have a Linktree account right there if you click on that it'll take us to it'll show you all the links to all the various different sites that we have including our Spreadshirt shop
1: And we have lots of great items there that you may have interest in with all the various different logos. Right, and we appreciate... When those of you who have bought some things, post it in either social media or on our uh, Facebook group or whatever. That's so fun. Yeah,
0: if you uh, got something from our site and you're wearing it, supporting it proudly, even if it's you know around your neighborhood, if it's in the parks, whatever, um, send us a picture. We'd like to share that with everybody, and we really appreciate everybody who's bought anything from our Spreadshirt shop at any time. Right. Yeah. Uh, another great way is through our Patreon page. If you want to go to patreoncom slash podcast, and you. You just find the tier that's right for you. We have tiers starting as low as two dollars per month, and you'll get some swag out of it for doing that. And we have some other ideas that are coming in the near future as well. And we appreciate everybody who's already become a Patreon member of this show.
1: Right, and uh, it really does help support this this podcast, and we really do appreciate our our Patreon.
0: Very, very much. Thank you so much for being there and helping us. You know, kind of with some of the costs of this show. I mean, we we don't charge you anything for it to listen to this show, but we do have some costs associated with it. And we just like to kind of cut into those a little bit here and there wherever we can. So we appreciate that you have been willing to do your part in helping us out with that. Thank you so
1: very much. And you can also help us out free of charge just by giving us a review, five-star review, you know, or just telling friends and family about our podcast.
0: Yes, that is the very easiest way to do it for sure, for sure. Now, before we get into this week's show, you know we always like to take a look back at the week that was because, yeah, we all have a tough week from time to time, but we always find that there are these little gems, these little wonderful moments that we can focus on. We are the show of positivity and we like to bring out those positive moments with our favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful she's awesome (laughs) she's fantastic you know she does the best research she almost Mm. always has the best lists she definitely has the best tips and she probably has the best my favorite thing from this week so michelle what was your favorite
1: thing from this week that's funny you're so cute um i adore you i mean one of the things you know as you're talking about positivity uh you know and and we've talked about this in the past too we know that not everything is great. And even you know when we're talking about Disney or the parks, we recognize they don't always get it right. There are sometimes that are dis- there are disappointments, even for us. It's just that I think we like to try to redirect our, our focus and the focus of as we're sharing it to you all into the positive side.
0: It's, it's really easy to go to the dark side. Let's just face it. It is really easy to go to the dark side. And there's plenty of ways to go to the dark side mm-hmm. out there. Um, but we like to stay positive. We like to focus on what's good. And I just feel that personally, and I think Michelle agrees with this, that, that's a better way to go through life if you just focus on what's bad out there all the time. How could you make it through every single day? There's yeah. a lot of bad out there and there's a lot of bad stories out there. But if you focus on the things you like, what's good in the world, I feel like it's just a better way to go through life. And that's what we like to do with this show. And we right. hope that we are supplying that for you. So thank you, Michelle, for bringing that up because oh, I don't think we bring that up enough.
1: Right. I, I mean, I just don't want people to think that, oh, we're just always pie in the sky and... Well, we, we- are. <laughs> You know, we, and like I said, there are things that we found were disappointing. There are things we bring up, um, you know, if it's with, for example, with Disney in the parks, we bring that up to people. It's just that we also understand that it still brings us joy and let's focus on what yeah. are the great things about Again, it. Again, so.
0: I feel focusing on the good things in life. Just brings you into a better headspace than Mm -hmm. just focusing on what's bad out there. And that's how we want to be with this show. And I feel like, you know, hey, look, we know that this is costing us um, downloads. We know that this is costing us possibly sponsors, clicks to the website, whatever it may be, because it's easy to go negative. It's easy to find those stories out there. And since it's so easy out there, that's why we wanted to do this show, just Mm -hmm. to kind of be that oasis. From the negativity right. to show share the pos- positivity that's out there because we do think that there is a lot. It's not the focus that you'll see a lot on social media or on in news stories or mm-hmm. blogs or whatever it may be vlogs everything. Um, so why not have that out there, at least some sort of escape um, to this positive world? Because we think Disney is an escape right. in general. exactly. So anyway, sorry, anyway, I didn't mean to that's derail. That's okay. No, it's it's um, it's something topic. that needs to be brought up from time to time. So oh, thank yes,
1: you. Um, back to your favorite thing from this week. So my favorite thing is, I think, you know, and I'm struggling this or that, or, you know, but I really think my favorite thing was, you know, a lot of times, I'm it's always about connecting with people. And the fact that we did get to connect 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 with our good friend, Justin Monorail. Um, It's always fun to have that ability to just talk and and you know, see what's going on with each other's lives. And so I think that I would definitely put that up there on my favorite thing of the week.
0: Yes. uh, We just recorded, you may have seen it on social media. He posted a picture um, that just last night, it was Thursday night. Uh, You're probably hearing this on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or somewhere later in the week. But just on Thursday night, we recorded a segment for his new podcast, Mm -hmm. the uh, Passholder Lounge Podcast, where he talks about, yes, theme parks, Disney, of course, but just kind of a lot of general topics, just sitting down, uh, friends having a conversation, possibly with a cocktail and, and just, you know, talking about what's good in everybody's life. And it's just always we, we, we think the world of Justin Um, and we were you know, honored. He invited us a long time ago. We were trying to work out the logistics of it. We had some issues scheduling wise, but we finally got to record it and it was just a good time for sure. It is one of my favorite things from this week as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, even after we did the recording, we just, you know, kind of hung out. Um, you know, I, it wasn't in person, It's kind of like zoom, but, um, still it was fun. Just, yeah. just, kind of reconnecting and getting to, like I said, see what's going on yeah. in each other's lives. We and...
0: chatted for over an hour and it didn't seem, it seemed yeah. like 15 minutes. Right. It was, you know, we could have easily gone longer, but it was getting late at night. So um, we'll let you know when that episode's coming out. I think it's coming out uh, possibly this as you're listening to the this coming Friday, but we'll let you know and share it out there if you want to listen to that show. And either way, uh, you should definitely check out the Passholder Lounge because it is a a fun podcast. There is some language there. You know, we are very family friendly. Not that he's not family friendly with his show, but there are some episodes that have some language. So just know that going in, if you're going to listen to it in the car with the little ones going on. (laughs) Um, But it is a fun, positive, good show.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. It's great. Um, I think it, it, it definitely fills a void that's that's out there of Mm -hmm. just, you know, having people come on and, and share some experiences, you know, like I, I was, I was even telling him this, that, you know, there are some, whether it's different theme parks throughout the country or different types of activities throughout the country that I may not even think about doing, but it's just kind of cool to hear about them and, and hear what's out there. So, um, And it it is a very great. I think the format is you know has a good duration. It has good content, so definitely would recommend it. Definitely
0: check it out for sure. And then when you uh, do listen to it, hopefully you'll you'll tell your friends about it and give them a review. Subscribe. Um, It it'll be worth your time for sure. And like I said, we'll let you know when uh, we are on uh, their show on his show too, so you can experience that as well. So very good, very good. Michelle's. Favorite thing from the week? Almost always the best. <laughs> Almost always the best. Like I said, that was one of my favorite things from this week. My other favorite thing from this week continues to be the San Diego Padres. Uh, they defeated the Dodgers. They've moved on to the National League Championship Series. As we are recording this episode, of the series with the Philadelphia Phillies is tied at one game apiece. Now, by the time you hear this, I don't know. All they right. could be knocked out of the playoffs. <laughs> they could have advanced to the World Series. I don't know, but I don't care. It's been a fun run. I'm just so excited for them. Um, we've been enjoy- enjoying the games, even though they are mostly very late at night <laughs> for somebody who has to be at work at six 30 in the morning. Um, we still just
1: appreciate it and are happy that our Padres have done so well. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's fun. I knew you were going to probably pick that one. So, um, but yeah, we've been really enjoying yeah. seeing our, our Padres do so well.
0: Yeah. So. And the good thing about this series is, look, you know, of course, we want our Padres to win. Mm-hmm. You know, we want our see our Padres in the World Series. And we want to see them win the World Series, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're going up against uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, who are the favorite team of one of our best friends mm-hmm. in the podcast community. That's Pat from the Conversations podcast. who You may have heard on the show before. Um so we have a little friendly rivalry going on with that. So but it just makes me feel good that either way no matter how this series ends up and it looks like it's going to be a very good series that one of our teams is going to be in the right. World Series and we'll be rooting on for the Phillies if they end up beating the Padres right. and I'm sure Pat will be ended up rooting for the Padres if they go on to defeat his Phillies. That's right. Yeah. So. Exactly. Very cool. So That's it for looking back at last week. Let's go ahead and move forward to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including, well, first it was Star Wars, and then it was Indiana Jones, and now... It's looking like Harrison Ford is set to join another popular movie franchise. (laughs) We'll tell you all about that and what that is coming up here in a little bit. Speaking of that same popular movie franchise, there was an exciting announcement about the new characters that will soon be arriving at the Disneyland Resort from that franchise. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you a little bit about that. We have more Walt Disney World dining updates for you. It seems like they're just coming out every single week. We're going to tell you a little bit about that. And last week we gave you the month. Well, now we can share the official date for Fantasmic's return to the Disney Hollywood Studios. Looking forward to that as well. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. So for this week's main topic, as if you heard the end of last week's show, we were trying to figure out something that would be, you know, Halloween based, being as that this is Halloween week as this episode is released. And we, you know, we've thrown out some other ideas. We've had like, you know, not so scary moments. We've had Halloween songs. We've looked at the Haunted Mansion, done all sorts of things. So what are we gonna do for this week's show? We kind of thought about it, you know. It's like, well, we all love like Mater's Graveyard Jamboree, right? Luigi's Honkin' Halloween, Guardians of the Galaxy, Monsters After Dark, things like that. You know, even for a while they had you know Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. Right. You know, there's all sorts of cool Halloween-based overlays that we've seen at many Disney attractions. We were thinking about. Well, there's got to be more possibilities out sure. there. So we kind of thought we'd, you know, help Disney out here because we know they listen, and so we, we're bound to find out at least one or two, or maybe all of these ideas are going to pop <laughs> in right? the park soon. We came up with some ideas where we thought that we could have some extra Halloween overlays um for attractions whether it be a disneyland resort or the walt disney world resort and uh, i think this is going to be a lot of fun because i think there's some great ideas that are, could be possibilities out there right michelle
1: yeah i mean when uh you first uh pitched this idea to me i thought oh that's interesting it's probably going to be hard found out that it wasn't that hard and i think because of some of the examples you just gave i mean obviously the nightmare before christmas overlay at the haunted mansion is elaborate And it, you know, it takes a lot for them to make that, that switch over, although it's well worth it because it's amazing. (laughs) And it's great because it carries over both through Halloween and And Christmas. Christmas. It's it's just, it's an amazing,
0: uh, you know, three, four months of attraction existing. Yeah.
1: So, um, but then there's the more, you know, um, simplistic or subtle ones, like you said, with, you know, um, over in Carsland with some of those attractions, that it's just a matter of like changing up some of the music, you know, along with some of the decor that's outside mm-hmm. their stuff. So I thought, so going with that, I was like, okay, yeah, I think I can do this. <laughs> I think yeah. I can figure out some things that aren't that wouldn't be. I mean, some, uh, some might be a little weird or, or elaborate, but <laughs> I think for the most part. <laughs> They're pretty simplistic.
0: I think mine, I, I stuck with something that could be fairly simple with most of them. You know, I mean, there's one, I think one that's a little tricky that um, will take a little bit more effort to make mm-hmm. it happen. But mm-hmm. um, I do think this could be kind of fun. And uh, I do think it's something that Disney could work in. I, I would love to see some more overlays uh, within Walt Disney World. Right. I mean, Mostly Disneyland does this while Disney World doesn't really do. I mean, they do a little bit for Christmas, but right. they don't really do anything for Halloween Probably. outside of the mm-hmm. regular decor. So it's something that I'd love to see them, um, you know, look into um, when they're doing some of these uh, great spooky season times. And um, my things are also not so scary. I'm not trying to, right. you know, do Halloween horror nights or anything. Universal sure. has that covered. You want to go Universal? Great. They have they they really do it well, from what we understand. Right. Definitely check that out. Right. Um. This is more along the lines of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. At least that's with how I looked at it. Sure. How about sure. you, Michelle?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I kind of I guess looked at it that. Yeah. Definitely. Not not so not trying to make it super scary. Just, um, you know, adding a little twist for a seasonal change. You know, we, you know, when you go to the parks, you know, when you're lucky enough to go to the parks more often throughout the year, it's fun once in a while to have a a few changes. Like you said, Disney World does, you know, some at Christmas time, but yeah. So this is a fun topic. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing what you have. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to
0: hearing what you have. So let's not hesitate any longer. Let's go ahead and get to the best list of attraction <laughs> overlays we're going to get here. We go to Michelle. You know, she does has the best research. You know, she has the best tips. She usually has the best <laughs> list. So I can't wait to hear what her Disney Halloween attraction overlay ideas are. Michelle,
1: tell us your first one. All right. So I don't you know that I really had a great you know, necessarily pick the order, um, of these for any particular reason. Um, and it's funny because this one that I have first listed, is going to sound a little contrary to what we were just talking, but I was thinking with big thunder mountain railroad that they could take, um, do it like a ghost town theme, you know, of of the wild, wild west. And, you know, just to have some kind of like the haunted mansion changes of having some things of ghouls or, or other little spooky things come out um, and you see, I was just turning yeah. my list over to Michelle. <laughs> right
0: there, I have Big Thunder Mountain Haunted Railway. You know, right, I thought, yeah. Um, something but we had, we were in sync in that. that, yeah, that, I that was one. Of yeah, wonder how many more we going to be
1: synchronized. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, to, they they could make it as simple or, or or as elaborate as they wanted to in terms of making changes. But I think it fits the theming that you could do that.
0: I think you could do it pretty simply too. I think you know, you add a little spooky music as you're going through some right. uh, some lighting, um, in you know and. You know, maybe just throw a few ghosts in there, you know, and throughout the mines. And I think that uh, it could be done and it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, right, right. um, Yeah, that's a great choice, obviously, because I I thought of it too. (laughs) I I think that's a fantastic one. So, Michelle, good job.
1: All right, thanks. So do we go to another one of yeah, yours? Yeah, I got
0: a different one here. I, right. I have four actually, so I was, you know, I thought we okay. might we might double up on a couple, so I wanted to make sure we <laughs> I had an extra one just to fall back on. Oh, so. I
1: thought we were supposed to do five.
0: Well, I only did I only did four. Okay, so. well, I did a future one. And great, to perfect. Sense, so. More is great. <laughs> it's great. So I'm gonna go with one that could be worked in at both uh, the Disneyland Resort and at the Walt Disney World Resort at Magic Kingdom and Disneyland Park. And I, it might have a little bit different name, but it could be a very similar type attraction I like the Tomorrowland Spooky Speedway or Ooh. the Spooktopia, nice. you know, for the Autopia out there. And here's what I'm thinking on this is that it could be something that happens at night, very similar. You know, you you put on some spooky lighting, a little spooky music out there. Right. You're driving along in your little car and maybe you have some, you know, some pop-up scare at you, right. some live or some pop-up scares as you sure. go through there. You feel pretty safe in your car, you know, <laughs> you, know you got that kind of wall around <laughs> right. you, you know, and then you can kind of zip off as fast as those I I was going to say, you
1: can't, your getaway isn't going to be you that. You zip
0: off a little bit, <laughs> but you feel a little safer, but you still get that kind of that spooky right. of what's around the corner, especially at Disneyland, because that track's a bit longer, Right. Yes. you got some more kind of Windy. hidden corners, yeah. Um, but I just think that'd be kind of just an easy, really fun little area, and something that, you know, I mean, obviously there's some questions about... The viability of the Autopia and the Tomorrowland Speedway mm-hmm. and how good is it or whatever. And it's a lot of people's definitely not their favorite attraction. But
1: if you add something like this to it, yeah, more people will probably run to it to, to, to go check it out. That's true. Although it often has long lines. So I think there is still some, some the kids love it. Though, yeah, I was going to sure. say the kids love it that they can drive themselves and stuff like that. Um, and I remember as a kid feeling that way too. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that's a, a great idea. Uh, Walt Disney World does at Christmas time, or at least last Christmas, they did. They did have some different lighting with you know mm-hmm. more Christmas decoration things. So filling it in with something more. Halloween would definitely put a little spin on it. Yeah, I mean
0: I just think it would be a lot of fun. It could be like a trick or treat through the neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. You can you can do a lot of things with it. I just think it that you have that space there that's not really it's just kind of a driving around um you know fill that space with something interesting and yeah. I think that, that is
1: something that could work really easily. Right. Like I said, whether even if it's just simple simple lightings of mm-hmm. things that you would see like you said in a in a neighbor, going around your neighborhood and seeing different Halloween decorations. So. Well,
0: we've seen like for the Oogie Boogie Bash at mm-hmm. Disney California Adventure Park, how they take the grove there right. and they really just with simple lighting, lighting effects and, and, music and some lasers and, and everything, and how spooky and interesting they make yes, that space. That's true. Um, they could do something along the, line, the that's same lines. Very with good this, point. So. Very good point. And, and with uh, Big Thunder Mountain, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So,
1: all right. So, that's my first choice. Uh, Michelle, let's go ahead and get to another one from you. Okay. So, um, this one might take a little bit more in terms of like. Uh, Computer programming and things like that. But I was thinking with Midway Mania Mm. that they could tie in the theme of their short uh, Toy Story Terror. You know, and maybe like at the beginning, you know how you go through different rooms different sections, having maybe combat Carl give the instructions yeah. of what you're going to do um, to just, you know, make it a little bit different um, and maybe have the iguana Mr. Jones appear yeah. once in a while and not that you'd want to shoot him. He's an animal, but, um, you know, just something. If Plus you, he's very friendly, he, actually. Well, yeah, that's true. He's scary
0: to begin with, but he actually ends up being very friendly.
1: Yeah, he, he he's not doing the right thing, but it's not necessarily his fault. Right. So, but anyways, yeah, I mean, maybe that if, you know, like you're shooting a balloon near him, he scares, it gets scared <laughs> away or something it's like that. Away. But, but yeah, but anyways, but to tie in the theme of a, a short that they already have. Um, That you can see on Disney+.
0: And Jesse finds a way.
1: And Jesse (laughs) Jesse always finds a way. Yep. So
0: very good. I like that. Oh, thank a good you. One. A good one. You know, we love Midway Mania. So I know. A little I know. bit of a change up to Midway Mania. Right. Yeah. Not bad. Not a bad idea. So okay. I like it.
1: Thank you. What, so, what else do you have there?
0: Well, this has been something that's kind of been talked about in general um, as a switch over attraction anyway. And I feel like why not, you know, do a little test run for it at this kind of time of year. And that is maybe doing some sort of Grand Fiesta Tour Dia de los Muertos Celebration. Ooh work in a little bit right. of cocoa in there, you know, and have some of the skeletons around. You can right. even make it easy and just use some videos on the screens that are a lot that are making up most of that right. attraction that you see uh, the three caballeros right. going through the various areas in Mexico. Um, but you can instead, you know, can make that really simply into scenes from cocoa. Right. You can put some of the, uh, you know, the uh, El, po- uh, El Pollo Loco. <laughs> thinking, I must be hungry. I say, you're hungry. <laughs> you're thinking about the food again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: Un poco loco, of course, (laughs) Uh, you know, you can kind of do that scene on the stage there at the end where you normally have the three caballeros there and just just have a little fun with it. And you can just kind of maybe test out some viability of if they actually want to move in more of a cocoa direction, you know a little more elaborately later right. on, but yeah. it's something that could be easily switched over sure. just by using some videos um, throughout it uh, as you're going through this and just adding some skeletons yeah. here and there yeah. and, and celebrate right. uh, Dia de more Muertos. Yeah,
1: and they do have a section of it that does have that. So yeah, that, that sounds great so very good uh, idea that's my next choice michelle back to the real list of uh great (laughs) halloween disney attraction overlays michelle what do you have next um so the next one i have um may also need a little bit it's a little bit more elaborate of a change but i thought with mickey and minnie's runaway train runaway railway runaway railway yeah thank you Mm -hmm. um that they could bring in some spooks from you know some of the classic Mickeys, you know, like the the Lonesome Ghost, mm-hmm. or they have the new one, the Mickey Mouse Halloween Spooktacular, but maybe play around with some of those characters showing up in, in the ride as well. Um, I mean, if they really wanted to put a lot into it, they could actually kind of have a, a concept of like everybody is trying to rescue Minnie Mouse or something right. like that. And the train's, you know, just going along to try to find her. I like whatever. it. I
0: agree with you. It'd be a little bit more of a work to, to get that one done right. because that attraction is already so elaborate. Yes. But I like, the, I like the possibility of that. I think so, that's interesting. Well, so yeah, you. very thank fun. You. And oh. I was, I was thinking of something along those lines uh, with Runaway Railway. But again, I thought, eh, it's just maybe it's just a little too much to pull off, but I would love to see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. So, so, very good.
1: I mean, they probably that one would probably be too elaborate for just the halloween season whereas like we're saying you know nightmare before christmas is carrying over for several seasons so right they might not want to do that but interesting it's an interesting concept yeah thank you I only have one
0: more for you here that's for me. And this one also might be take a little bit of work to get done mm-hmm. as well. But I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, it'd be a, great for an attraction that while it's beloved by a lot, including us, uh, maybe, you know, it's really pretty easy to get into. There's not a lot of weight uh, when you want to go and, and visit this attraction, but it's still it's great because we all want to hashtag save the Muppet. <laughs> That's right. So why not like Muppavis- Muppet Scare-O-Vision 3D? Oh, yeah. um, you know, do something along the lines of seeing Kermit, Gonzo, Miss Piggy, the entire Muppet gang, you know, go through some sort of spooky gauntlet. Maybe like, you know, Muppet's Haunted Mansion, right, which yeah. we saw, you know, last year and was so great. Um, something along those lines, you could have it uh, led by Uncle Deadly, of course, sure. who everybody loves Uncle Deadly. Yeah. You know, I think that, you know, you could film something new, put it out there. And just for, you know, at least uh, part of the season, right. um, put it out and uh, draw people into Muppet Vision 3D that much right. more. Yeah.
1: And... No, that's I love that. That's so creative. Plus,
0: I mean, the Muppets. I mean, come on. It's I the know, Muppets, I you know. know, you know, it would be great.
1: Yeah. And like you said, they've already done, you know, the, the little film last year which we just watched Scott and I just watched recently it's it's so good it is so good you forget how good it is but yeah so it just they already have you know some of the the format that they could utilize to uh create that yeah so I think that would be a, a tremendous hit yeah. and it'd be a lot of fun for sure very good very mm-hmm. good
0: all right so and so that's it for me I think you have like do you
1: have two left I have a three left actually wow <laughs>
0: Good, because those will be the best ones anyway. So, Michelle, go ahead and go through the rest of your ideas here.
1: Okay, so um, my next one would probably bring a lot of controversy to it. So, um, because it involves the enchanted tiki room. And I know that. Oh, boy. I know. I know that was an issue when they, you know, went under new management. So, you know, I'm skittish to kind of suggest this one. But um, actually, and this could be you know, whether you want to make it kind of like a, the concept of spooky for Halloween, or it could be, you know, something that they just every year bring out for a couple months is, um, have the disenchanted Tiki room and, you know, maybe keep a lot of it similar to the regular one. Um, uh, but maybe cut out a few things, but you know how in it, in that attraction, they talk about how the Tiki gods are upset with all the festivities. So kind of, cut to the chase with that and then eventually somehow have Moana tied in and come in to restore the heart of Te Fiti, um, and then culminate with all the you know the singing and everything at the end with all the birds and the flowers and everything like that because everybody's happy again there you go interesting right interesting I don't know how that's <laughs> gonna be taken by many fans out you there know. but it is an interesting
0: concept for yeah sure.
1: I mean I again I wouldn't suggest you know like changing it forever like i think i don't know maybe that wasn't the intent when they did under new management but and maybe that's why people felt like oh they took something that was beloved and they've changed it but maybe just introduce it that you know three or four months of the year we're gonna have a little different type of tiki experience <laughs> well it'd be worth it checking out that's for sure so Very good. All right. So this one is a way out there. (laughs) That last one wasn't? (laughs) No, this one is crazy. This is a crazy idea. This is just the oh, that's so silly. But I I can't resist sharing it. Okay. I can't wait to hear it. It would be taking the country bear jamboree and making all the bears be zombies. (laughs) Zombie bears. (laughs) And you know how they each have an act, and they'll sing. You know, whether it's an individual, a duo, or a group, and they could be singing songs from the from the zombie movies. Oh boy, <laughs> we have completely gone off the rails now with ideas. Oh my goodness! I think that would be hysterical.
0: Oh oh, it'd be hysterical, all right. It'd be something to behold, that's for sure. Oh boy, yeah, 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 I love your crazy brain. <laughs> Well, this, I mean, this is I, what actually
1: goes on in Michelle's head. <laughs> Scary, right? <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, kids love, you know, from kids to, to teens and tweens love the zombie movies and the songs. We love the songs. And, and so why not? You know, why not include that? So <laughs> that would be something. I know. That would be something. Yeah, zombie right. bears. Wow. Why not? Why I, now I know why I cut off the list at three. <laughs> I do have one more, though. <laughs> This would be more of a future because the attraction isn't available yet, but for Tiana's Bayou Adventure, is have a seasonal overlay with, um you know, where you kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas have Dr. Facilier, you know, have some antics throughout the, the ride. I like that with friends on the other side or something like that. that, that, that you're getting more reasonable now with okay. this, this concept. Yeah. And then, you know, how like in the Nightmare Before Christmas, you have that in the ballroom scene where you have the, ginger, um, yeah, the gingerbread, house, gingerbread yeah. house and how you can smell that. In this, you could have a scene that has beignets and yeah. you can smell the beignets there as go. you're going through yeah they may
0: have that anyway with uh with tiana that's I mean, true you know. that's
1: true but uh so, yeah anyway so i like
0: that 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 one that one i get <laughs> your enchanted tiki room and your zombie country bears <laughs> i don't on. know about those ones
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I like your, brilliant. you know, They're friends brilliant. on the other side. <laughs> Doctor
0: Facilier takeover of, you know, of, of Tiana's yeah, Bayou fun. adventure. That
1: I can, I can get on board
0: with. A All bit. right. So. Very good. I actually think you had some great ideas. You had some
1: insane ideas, but you did have some really good ideas in there, for sure. Well, Thank you. And likewise, I loved your ideas. I thought they were great. Thanks. And
0: we'd love to know your ideas. Do you have an idea for a Disney attraction Halloween overlay that you think would be fantastic, you know, that you think would work? I'm sure Disney wants to hear it. Yes. So Because we know they listen to this show. I expect that, you know, a couple of these could be ending up sometime next Halloween. Right. Don't be surprised. <laughs> Things tend to come out of this show. not saying Disney really listens, but it's kind of funny. Uh, things kind of happen after this show. Um, but anyway, I, I again, I would be surprised if the Tiki Room one came about. <laughs> I'd be actually surprised if any of these came about, but yes. I do think that there's some good ideas, and we'd love to hear what your crazy ideas are, or your good ideas, or your good and crazy ideas right. are. Send them to us through social media, through the Gmail account, whatever, and we will share them on an upcoming show. Yes. So... That's a look at what we think would be some awesome Halloween Disney attraction overlays. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I I don't know about you all and and many people who get to go to the Walt Disney World Resort may not have experienced some of the, you know, the holiday overlays, the Halloween overlays like we get to when we've been to the Disneyland Resort because they're so prominent in, you know, like Cars Land. And, you know, they've done some things here and there, elsewhere, like we mentioned Space Mountain, Ghost Galaxy, but it is really fun uh, when they change things up a little bit for something like that, and um, there's a lot of ideas. Michelle had some great ideas. She had some crazy ideas, (laughs) but she had some great ideas that I I would love to see incorporated in the parks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought yours were, well, yours were definitely doable and reasonable. Yes.
0: Mine were much more reasonable which meant boring. No, not, not at all. Not at Michelles all. I think Michelle's are they were wild good. out there, and I love it. I love that's <laughs> a, that. That's Michelle right there in
1: a nutshell. Uh, you hear for <laughs> wild
0: possibilities for
1: nah, these? That's no, no. It, it was good to, to hear some ideas of something that, you know, would be great and certainly something Disney could do without a lot of Yep. You know, costs are absolutely effort.
0: absolutely. So.
1: Let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week. I have a few for you this week. And I'm
0: going to start with first it was Star Wars, then it was Indiana Jones, and now it's looking like Harrison Ford is set to join yet another popular movie franchise. Mm-hmm. This came from deadline.com. They said it's official. Harrison Ford will be taking over the Marvel role of General Thaddeus. Thunderbolt Ross, beginning with Phase 5's title, Captain America, New World Order. He'll star, of course, opposite Anthony Mackie, with Shira Haas, Tim Blake Nelson, and Carl Lumbly also among the ensemble. Uh, while the new film's plot is being kept under wraps, Mackie will reprise his role as Sam Wilson, who assumed the mantle of Captain America, of course, in Disney Plus' hit series, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And uh, Julius Ona is uh, will be the pick's director. So, uh, if you don't know who uh, General Ross was, um, he's already been portrayed within the movies. He was portrayed by uh, William Hurt, who unfortunately uh, passed Away uh, recently, so Mm -hmm. uh, they're looking for someone to replace him. And you know, judging by, you know, the popular, the popularity of Harrison Ford, um, I feel like he could step into this role and
1: and do it very well. Right? Yeah. No, I totally agree, and it's, it's exciting to have him then cross over to that franchise as well. That's so cool. Yeah, uh, William Hurt
0: had played that role in, in many of the films. It started with 2008's The Incredible Hulk, and it, he was in that role all the way through 2021's Black Widow. Unfortunately, um, he passed away back in March at right. the age of 71. Um, but I do think Harrison Ford can step into that that role and, and play it very well. So looking forward to seeing how that turns out and looking forward to that film. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Speaking of Marvel, there was an exciting announcement about new characters that will soon be arriving at the Disneyland resort. This from the Disney parks blog. They said they're excited to announce that for a limited time, beginning on November 11th, 2022 on the date of the release of black Panther Wakanda forever. And through January 8th of 2023, you can encounter learn and celebrate the arrival of new visiting warriors Uh, taste Wakanda inspired delicacies and discover props from the film and more in Avengers campus and beyond at Disney, California adventure park. Plus pose was special art installation at downtown Disney district. So lots of cool stuff coming from straight from Wakanda. Uh, They say you're invited to uh, Avengers campus to witness as they introduce the world to the next warrior who will be taking on the legendary mantle of black Panther. So who will it be? we'll find out when the film comes out we'll find out at avengers campus coming up here on uh, november
1: 11th yeah yeah looking forward to that you know we are huge fans Uh, of the black panther franchise right right definitely and you know we we do definitely miss the experience that you can have at avengers campus so i'm happy for them that they're going to have that that new experience
0: Also, as they previously revealed, M'Baku, one of uh, Wakanda's greatest warriors and chieftain of the Jabari clan, will also make his way into Avengers Campus. He will invite recruits to join in, quote, the way of the Jabari, end quote, an all new experience that will share some of the culture of the Jabari clan along with chance and percussion that should be a lot of fun yeah yeah i'm looking forward to him baku right um he's a he's such a great character oh, yeah. in the original black panther movie I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh how he steps forward in uh black panther wakanda forever right as yeah well. it sounds like yeah. he's going to have a huge role in that so i'm looking forward to seeing what that is and looking even more forward to
1: seeing him in avengers campus definitely yeah no i totally agree with you um Very interesting character Mm -hmm. and love that they're, you know, I mean, obviously we like to see the stars in the Avengers campus, but having some of these important more side characters come through, I, I think is just making it more rich for sure. For sure. Uh, There won't be just uh, the characters coming out. There's going to be some food
0: and some other areas that you want to check out at uh, the Avengers Campus. They say nearby, its superhero recruits will find powerful fuel at the Flavors of Wakanda Marketplace located in the Hollywood backlot. Where you can enjoy flavorful, spiced traditional African dishes and experience the vibrant culture of Wakanda through its food. Uh, Wakanda inspired delicacies, delicacies include the peri peri chicken with yellow jollof rice, the butterfly PT lemonade, Ooh. the dawa beverage consisting of vodka, oh, already have me, <laughs> lemonade, honey, ginger beer, and butterfly PT. And the maafe, a ground peanut stew with sweet potatoes, tomatoes, black eyed peas, and spices served with naan bread. So Mm -hmm. that sounds really good. Definitely. Uh, The Shawarma Palace and the Shawarma Palace 2 inside Avengers Campus will also be getting in on the fun where you'll be able to feast on Wakandan roast pork wrap featuring spice poke with black garlic, spice pork with (laughs) black garlic sauce and turmula. So that sounds yummy as well. Yes. So, looking forward to trying all those treats. They also have some stuff going on at Downtown Disney. They're going to have lots of merchandise out there, like they said, a great photo opportunity. Um, so you'll want, to, even if you don't want to purchase a ticket, get into Avengers Campus, you can still experience some of the good Wakanda fun out there at the Downtown Disney District as well. Right, right. So very, very cool. cool. Yeah. Looking forward to that I wish we were going to get out there while I was yes. going on hopefully some of it will last a little longer so when we do get a chance to get back to Disneyland we can enjoy
1: some of the recon yeah. flavor as well yeah no, that it's, food sounds delicious it does it does uh, you know and, and again like you're gonna I know you're 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 gonna be talking about food again in this segment here but yeah I uh, love that Disney is is introducing some new dishes really more unique flavors and I love it Yep. Me too. Me too. Uh, So let's go ahead and get
0: to that more food here. Moving on to our next story. We have some more Walt Disney World dining updates for you. It seems like we have these every single week now and they always make us hungry. Uh, This again from the Disney Parks blog. They said there are three, yes, three restaurants getting some exciting updates in the coming weeks. Tusker House Restaurant at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park, Kona Cafe at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, and I can never say this exactly right, Akershus Royal Banquet Hall at Epcot, they say these favorite foodie spots offer unique dining experiences and delicious cuisines that take your taste buds to different cultures across the globe not to mention you may even find some of your favorite characters mm-hmm. at two of them. that's exciting right so beginning on november 1st tusker house restaurant will be transitioning to an all you care to enjoy buffet style dining experience that means you can go and grab all the food you can handle that makes this spot nestled in the Harambe marketplace so special is its menu filled with African expired dishes. We've already went through a little bit of mm-hmm. Wakanda dishes. Well, right. That's going to continue on a little bit here. Uh, they say there are plenty of dishes to keep your eye and taste buds on with this location goes back to a buffet from its. From breakfast to dinner, they say you can kickstart your morning at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park with tasty plates, including an assortment of pastries like the zebra coffee cake, breakfast classics like Simba waffles, and of course Mickey waffles, and a variety of breakfast meats. Even more interesting, for lunch and dinner, you can indulge in various breads and dips, house specialties like the spit-roasted tandoori chicken and green curry shrimp, plant-based options including the cauliflower bunny chow. And various salads. There are also some classics for the little ones to enjoy, like corn dog nuggets, that African specialty corn <laughs> dog nuggets, and macaroni and cheese, to name a few. And don't worry, there are plenty of desserts to enjoy too. And this adventurous spot not only has mouthwatering Eats, but Donald Duck and some of his Disney pals have taken a break from their safari adventure to celebrate with you. So be sure to get a picture and a hug from the gang as they venture around the dining room.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, some of the pictures of that just are yeah. so mouthwatering. Um, again, so happy to see some new dishes coming. Yeah, out. It, more
0: character dining experiences, right. more food and to sample um love it all i love a lot of the food that comes out of animal kingdom Uh, park, you know, they just, they have so many interesting uh, flavor profiles out there that you don't necessarily get in other Disney parks or in in other places anywhere. Um, So it is good to be able to experience a lot of those in a lot of these different restaurants and, you know, know, all you care to enjoy.
1: Yeah, I'm on board for sure. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I know they've done a good job in the interim of doing the family style dining and stuff like that. And again, this is more steps to you know back to the future back to whatever normal <laughs> yes is, yeah. right right so it's pretty cool
0: pretty cool indeed for sure so um meanwhile over at disney's polynesian village resort the delicious kona cafe will soon be returning from its recent refurbishment that's beginning on november 1st you can once again dine at this favorite restaurant but now with a refreshed experience the look feel and even some flavors of this relaxed cafe will be different yet familiar Kona Cafe will feature American cuisine with that Asian flair that makes it so unique. And you can still watch the chefs at work in the onstage sushi kitchen. Uh, There are breakfast favorites that have uh, cemented their place on the menu, including the delicious and can't miss Tonga toast (laughs) and pineapple macadamia nut pancakes. And be sure to keep an eye out for several items returning to the menu, like the big kahuna burger and the seafood poo-poo platter, and even a new plant-based offering for dinner, sautéed red quinoa. I know, that sounded good. Yeah, so that all sounds delicious. I'm all on board for that. We love the Polynesian Village Resort. And uh, that's another great spot to hit up. While yeah, there.
1: yeah. It's funny, we were just there recently and seeing that it was still, you know, um, behind the walls, um, right there. behind yeah. the wall. So it's exciting that it not
0: much longer, uh, Not much longer. Now, since hashtag real men love frozen, <laughs> we're even more excited for this announcement. Lastly, the you are cordially invited to a feast at Akershus Royal Banquet Hall, which will open its doors once again on November 4th. This dining experience is found in the Norway Pavilion in the World Showcase of Epcot and gives guests a taste of Norwegian cuisine. I'm not going to get any of these names of these dishes right, so <laughs> I'm just going to get that out there right from the get-go. I'm just going to go through them, and yeah, even though I'm not even close, just deal with it, okay? <laughs> I'm sorry. They say there are plenty of plates at this royal feast, whether you are looking to indulge in your favorites or wanting to try something new. The family-style dining experience cl- includes traditional joktakter, something like that, featuring <laughs> Norwegian meatballs or the Killing Ogmelbåler, a Norwegian take on chicken and dumplings. I told you I was going to butcher these. <laughs> if you're looking for some more classic American cuisine, they've got that too with mashed potatoes and gravy, grilled salmon and macaroni and cheese. Apparently it's from Africa and from Norway. <laughs> Uh, and that meal is complete without dessert. The meal serves up both a rice cream with strawberry sauce and a chocolate roulade with lingonberry cream. Yum. I know. And that, the
1: picture of that one was like, mm-hmm. oh, definitely. I was thinking I might have to try and remake that. I need to taste it first. Yeah. But I mean, that looks like something I would
0: like to create at home for the Disney dishes. Yeah, that would be a good point. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, aside from the delicious eats and treats, what makes Akershus Royal Banquet Hall so special is it being home to a unique storybook dining featuring the Disney princess is, especially... Queen Elsa, Queen Anna, mm. hashtag Real Man Love Frozen.
1: <laughs> the more reason why I want to eat there. I was going to say, yeah. Even I, if I can't pronounce the dishes. I was going to say, it's, it has nothing to do with wanting to recreate a dish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's true. She knows me so well.
0: As you indulge in the Norwegian-inspired fair, you can interact, take photos, and create lasting memories with some of your favorite princesses. Our reservations are available now for both Tusker House Restaurant and Kona Cafe, and will be opening up for Akershus Royal Banquet Hall beginning on October twenty. 24th. So this week, uh, be ready yeah. to go with that. So very good. Looking forward to trying out the cuisine at all three of those yeah, restaurants yeah, in the yeah. near future.
1: Which one would be your number one? Well, hashtag real men love frozen.
0: <laughs> um, I, that would be a big thing. Um, yeah. I, I'd also like t- Tusker House, you know, I'd right. like to try out. I'm, I'm all aboard with the unique spices and flavor mm-hmm. profiles that you get from some of the African type cuisine right. that, they, you know, that they have there. I, I mean, I, I love the stuff at, uh, you know, Kona Cafe as well. Mm -hmm. But I just am am kind of drawn to that flavor profile and
1: want to experience the uniqueness of it. Right, right. And I do, again, like the idea of the buffet, just that you could, you know, take just the, the tiniest of serving of something to try it out. Whereas if you're, you know, if it's being brought to your table, you feel like, oh, if I don't like it, yeah. Leave it, I'm throwing away all that food or whatever. Yeah, so.
0: and you can always go back for more if right? it's something you really like. Yeah. Take a little bit, try it out. If it's something you don't like, fine. You're not wasting too much food. Right. But something you really enjoy, you can go back. All you care to enjoy. That's right. Very good. I like that. Very good. So uh, we finish up with last week, we gave you the month, but now we're going to share the official date of Fantasmic's return mm-hmm. to Disney Hollywood Studios. Again, one more time back to the Disney Parks blog as Michelle makes a monocle out of her, <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> I wish it was on video. You could have seen that she was making a monocle out of her headphones cord there. that's great. Loved it.
1: I didn't think you were going like, to rat me out. <laughs> yes. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I, I was digress. I just trying to distract you. <laughs> you. You did a good job of it. You did a good job.
0: Uh, back to the story again from the Disney Parks blog. They said we could not be more excited to share that Fantasmic Returns on November third, mm-hmm. so get ready—it's almost back. back in better than ever, the larger and la- larger-than-life open-air nighttime musical will boast the live performers, stunning effects, rousing music, and dazzling pyrotechnics—you know and love—complete with brand
1: new show sequence. A brand new yeah. show sequence. Yeah, I was excited to hear about that. Mm-hmm. You know that they're—you know—they've reimagined it some. I don't know if it's going to be. Exactly like the the reimagined one at uh, Disneyland Resort, but I was glad to hear that they yeah. they did do that and some upgrades. Yeah, looking forward to seeing how they adapt it
0: for sure. Uh, they say that this uh, this sequence will be a hero sequence that features a high-energy Aladdin chase with stunts never before seen on the phantasmic stage. A powerful scene with Elsa, hello <laughs> is she really in the frozen set to the song Show Yourself that is sure to thaw the most frozen of hearts. <laughs> and stirring moments with Pocahontas, Moana, and Mulan. Fun fact, they say. To help choreograph the authentic Chinese martial arts you'll see in Mulan's scene, the creative team brought in Mimi Chan, the original muse and model animators used when bringing the character of Mulan to life for the 1998 animated film. How fascinating, I that, that,
1: right? I, I know, when I, I read that too, and I thought, that is so cool.
0: Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, Really interesting. Uh, Also, to celebrate the homecoming of this beloved show, Walt Disney World cast members will be among the first to see the Fantasmic with a special preview. So, good on you, cast members. Glad you're going to get to check out that show first. Fun for them. Um, And uh, there also will be beginning on October 26th. Uh, fantastic dining packages to select resorts at Disney's Hollywood studios will be available for performances beginning November 30th and belong. So beginning on October 26th, you You can can start start making your reservations for anything after November 30th and on. So um, definitely probably want to take advantage of that. If you're planning on dining anywhere uh, within Disney Hollywood studios Mm -hmm. anyway, to get that preferred easy seating for the brand new phantasmic show. Exactly. Very cool. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because, look, she's awesome, wonderful, great. (laughs) She may have some kooky ideas sometimes, but they're usually really brilliant ideas, as she said. (laughs) You know, she has the best list. She definitely does the best research. She's
1: bound to have the very mm. best tip. Michelle, what is your tip for this week? Um, well, my tip is, you know, wanting to remind people, you know, we, we do reference a lot of things from Disney Parks blog, but there's also some, in addition to getting like the updated news, uh, especially during the pandemic, they really did a lot on a section that they called magic moments. And, you know, they, it's, it's just a compilation of a lot of things. Some things are like crafts that you can do with your kids. You know, some of them are, are, are just, um, like learning how to draw, but it's just, it's really rich with a lot of things that can, um, you know, make your time between park visits a little bit more Disney, a little bit more fun. Um, they they also, you may recall that they would actually show attractions so you could, you know, and, and we saw in social media a lot of times people were trying to, you know, uh, make their kids feel like they were actually in the attraction and things like that. And so, um, I, I, I don't know, it's just uh, some gems there that we may forget that they're there. Yeah. But you may want to go back... Um, It could also be used like if you're trying to do a kind of like a reveal to your kids about a special upcoming vacation Mm -hmm. is, you know, kind of do a little bit, go to there and do, you know, maybe do a a craft and then another time do a learn to draw Mickey and then do, uh, show them uh, the inside of an attraction or whatever till, you know, it culminates to where you let them know, hey, we're going to Disney. Yeah. Very good. I
0: like that. Yeah, there were some such great ideas that came out during the pandemic that Disney put out there for ways to, you know, get your kids involved right. in things while you everybody was kind of at home. Um, but yeah, they can continue on. It doesn't need to be just, you know, during the right. pandemic. It can continue on and can, and, you know, use some of these great ideas for like Michelle said, you know, various things to keep them entertained, to you know, show them that that we have this wonderful trip coming up. Whatever it may be, there's some good stuff out there. Definitely check it out. So. Or
1: yeah, or just after you return from a trip and you're feeling blue that yeah. oh we're not keep there that anymore. Disney magic yeah, going, yeah, you, yeah some for sure. Fun, so. know,
0: the biggest way to keep that Disney magic going is plan the next trip. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but you can do that while doing some arts and crafts as well. True. So, True. Uh, Michelle's tip, always <laughs> the best tip. Uh, my tip for this week. Well, you know, we regularly try to cut the cost of our Disney vacations by bringing our own food. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually it's to the resorts. Sometimes it's into the parks right. as well. Um, but, well, you know, this is just kind of a way that we can cut a cost here, a cost there. And so we like to do that. But did you know that you can also bring food into many of the Disney restaurants? Now, I'm not talking about like, don't get carried away with it. <laughs> you can't bring, go to be our guest and bring your own Thanksgiving feast right. into be our guest. Yes. However, you you know, you could like, so let's just say you have a little one that, you know, maybe is not into the food so much. You order your meals there right. and give them a little snack of something that they might enjoy, especially the really little ones that maybe right. are just eating like some Cheerios or something right. like that. Yeah. Something that can kind of keep them. Um entertained and eating while you're enjoying your meal at some right. of these parks. you can do things like that. However, you, one thing you may not know that you can do, you may have known that one. You may not know what you can do is you can even bring your own celebration cake into these restaurants. Ooh. Like you could go buy a cake at whatever is your local grocery store, right. bring it into the parks. And when you're going into the dining room and you're having that big birthday celebration, whatever anniversary celebration right. or whatever, you can bring that cake straight to your table and have it to enjoy there. That's nice. fine as long as you're also purchasing some other food. Right. <laughs> All you have to do is just tell the host and then your server that you're going to be doing this. They'll provide you with the right utensils to be able to cut the cake or whatever nice. it may be, mm-hmm. and that's just fine. It may save you a significant amount of money over trying to buy one of the celebration cakes yes. that they provide. That Disney provides to you, uh, and it's just you know again, I'm not saying. you know, go into these restaurants and just bring your own food and just be (laughs) drinking all their water and enjoying the ambiance. No, buy food when you're there. Right. But you can bring some things that kind of help make that celebration that much better.
1: Right. And like you said, I mean, in terms of a celebration cake, uh, Disney has some nice ones. Um, But your child may have a particular theme or particular hero that they might not offer that in, in a In a style, and so that—that's a great idea. Yeah, kind of personalize that celebration. It's it's something
0: I didn't—I don't think a lot of people know that you can do that. I mean, I don't know who exactly wants to be carrying a cake around the park all day. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you're coming in there late for, you know, you went back to your room, you went back to, uh, you know, rest up or whatever. And you're coming back for a dining reservation, whether it's in the parks, it could be the resorts as yeah. well. And you want to bring a cake with you. That is perfectly fine. You can right. do that again. Yeah. You need to buy some other food though. Right. Yeah. You know, it can't our, just be that cake and yeah, that's our, it.
1: Right. I mean, you could bring, it could be a small cake or it could even be a cupcake. Yeah. That's I wouldn't say
0: you like, you bring a big sheet, giant no. sheet cake in with you. <laughs> can you imagine it with should walk be kind of a little cake, cake
1: probably. Yeah. But yeah, good tip, baby. Thanks. Very nice. Thanks, sweetheart. So
0: that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we'll be exploring the Disney characters that most embody our inner and outer selves. Yep. Yep. We'll let you know who our Disney spirit characters are. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, like spirit animals. Right. Only... You know, made up of animated Disney characters, <laughs> of course. I think this is going to be a lot of fun because I, 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 think we're going to put this out there, social media wise, to see who other people we've already put it on to our Patreon yeah. members. Um, we can find out who people's spirit. Animal, spirit Disney characters are because I think this is, it could be hilarious to oh, find yeah. out who people think they relate to and in many different right Disney ways. they embody yes
1: yeah. I know you know and and it's still around Halloween time so it seemed like it would be a that good makes sense yeah like, you know
0: could be your costume that's right that's your inner spirit animal could be your disney costume as well so very good so that's gonna be a lot of fun looking forward to going through that (laughs) next week and finding out what your choices are as well as for today's show we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website Podcast.com. and while you're there Please sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventurers podcast world. Another excellent way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yes, and
1: tell us how to find that
0: group, honey. Where you can find that group by going to Facebook and just doing a search for Hyperion Adventurers facebook group and it'll pop right up there you can also kind of go through our links our Linktree account and it will have a link there as well and just doesn't take much to sign up you just go on in there say you want to be a member and boom you're a member that's right and you just as long as you keep that positive energy flowing we don't want any of you negative people out there <laughs> just all you positive people come to the
1: light side with us that's right. That's what
0: that group is all about positivity for sure also we are on YouTube if you want to find us there just do a quick search for Hey Parent Adventures podcast hit subscribe you'll know whenever we have a new video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up
1: at our Gmail account Hey Adventures podcast at gmail.com and we always ask if you could tell a friend or family member about our podcast if they're not already listening yep
0: uh, that's the easiest way for people to find out about this show. And if you have a little more time, a rating would be fantastic. A little more time, a review would be even better. But we appreciate everybody who's either told a friend, giving us a rating, given us a review, or just flat out listened to the show. Thank yeah, you so much.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: So that's it. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.
1: Bye. <laughs>